Welcome to the Zero to Five Million Dollar Podcast with myself, Sean Finder, and my co-host, Ollie Whitfield. Every week, we'll bring you interviews, debates, and stories from super smart people who are in the same shoes as you right now. Whether it's starting their business from scratch or scaling to five million and above. Catch us every Tuesday for new episodes. Now, let's get right into this one. Welcome to the Zero to Five Million Dollar Podcast. I'm Sean Fine, and I'm my host, Ollie Whitfield. This show is brought to you by AutoClose, a vanilla soft company. Ollie, why don't you tell the audience what we're going to be talking about today? Hey, what's happening, everyone? So uh, I don't know about you, but I've seen quite a bit of debate on uh, on my social feeds at the moment about personal branding and its impact on your performance. And uh, I thought, why not why not bring that onto our podcast? So. To summarize, um, it's been a few people, but the the sort of most noteworthy one that I saw uh, is a person called Beck Holland, who I know from working with her before. And she was saying that all of the sales reps that she's worked with, none of the top performers, bar any example, were ever that obsessed about their personal brand. In fact, they almost were the opposite way. But, you know, Sean and I, we work on hours a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm sort of the speaker for most of our, like, podcasts and webinars and those things so it's sort of you know going the opposite way for me but I'm not a salesperson and of course like if you're a business owner um, it's helpful at the very least if you end up getting invited to speak at certain things which give you leads which help you get more deals and that kind of thing so I wanted to have the debate so which side of it are you on dude uh, you're, you're for or against or what what do you think it's an interesting one I I think uh, I, I obviously think personal branding is great. I think it's good for certain positions, people in certain roles. Um, but I hate when I see people that say you have to work on your personal brand. You have to do this. Because I will say this, um, you know, when I was at AutoClose, uh, when I founded it, I was very big on my own personal brand. But looking back now, and if you look at all the top CEOs and all these big salespeople, even the ones that Vanilla Software that are, you know, that, that make the most commission, um, a lot of people that spend all that time on personal brand, you're not making money on your personal brand. You're making money by actually going and doing work. So I actually find the most successful people, you know, they're too busy to be spending four to six hours on LinkedIn and building their social brand. They pay someone to do it for them. So um, I'm not against it. But I do think there's certain people and these so-called influencers um, that think the personal brand is the most important thing where I disagree. I think those people that are building those personal brands, it's good for them to start building their personal brand to at one point, you know, get to a level where they don't have to be on LinkedIn. They don't have to be on social all the time. But I hate when people think that it's the, it's the, it's the end all be all that you have to be working on your personal brand at all times. Because at the end of the day, you should be out there making money. I'm with you totally, except for the caveat that you could do it in your spare time and that's totally fine. Like no matter what your role is, I think if, if you're going to invest in it and see the benefits for yourself, like career-wise, that's always a big one. Like how many times do we see that someone starts posting, they, they get consistent, they do their own content and they become respected and known and then they start getting opportunities to speak at things and go on other podcasts and then, oh look, they're, they're seen as a big shot and they get a move which they may not have had otherwise. So I think that's part of it. But, but yeah, I think particularly for salespeople. Time, that's the question that I have for you. Is those moves, do they last a long time? Meaning these people make those moves in these companies. But at some point, you got to walk the walk. 
you can work on your personal brand and get that position because you have a personal brand. But if you go into that personal brand and A, you're not a leader, you don't have a vision, you're not being successful, your team's not hitting quota, it doesn't really matter what your personal brand is. You'll go job to job to job. Your resume will show you that you worked somewhere for a year, a year, a year. And then, you know, the smart people will read right through those people that just have a personal brand online, but actually don't go out and do any work. Exactly. But what, what I mean is that it will give you the swing of the bat where some people may not have had it, but you have to justify and back it up in the end. Otherwise, as you said, you'll end up just getting found out for it. But but as a marketer, I think it's different to a salesperson. I'm like, I'm not bound to doing it. Like no one has to, but I think a lot of my performance gets scrutinized a lot less. Like if, if we don't hit our lead commitments this quarter, for example, I know we're going to, but if we just miss it, but I've still been on the same number of podcasts as I have the previous quarter. I don't think anyone's going to look at me and cast me out. If I'm a sales rep and I just missed my quota this quarter versus I did in last month, you're going to give me that shit for that because it's sales. I think it's slightly different. And a founder as well. Like if, if the company's not doing so well, you're going to get grief for that if you're doing podcasts and other stuff. When everything's fine, no one questions you. I mean, it's, it's a little bit, Let's let's be fair and have some context to it, but I get why the argument's made. Yeah, but but I I mean yeah, a hundred percent I agree with you. I, the one thing I do, you know, I hate about this whole personal brand thing is I love my personal brand, but I'll tell you this: I don't look like some people every hour on every day to see how many likes, how many followers, how many this. Like at the end of the day, who cares about all that stuff? You want to have people that are. I rather have ten people that are engaging that are buying my product than have a hundred people that like my post but don't actually ever talk to me or buy anything I do. Um, and I think that's one thing people get caught up on is these, these numbers. They look at, I have this many followers, I have this many comments, I have this many likes. Tons of those people are just amplifying each other. They're part of groups, they're using automation, they're using bots. So there's a lot of people out there that aren't actually working on the personal brand. The one thing I do think is if you generally want to work on your personal brand, then, then go out and do it, but don't do it just because of the numbers. Do it because that's something that you want to do. And you want to be able to use your name and you want people to notice you and you want to become almost like an industry expert. Yeah, I think most people default to the definition personal brand equals posting and becoming popular in, in terms of likes and engagement. When like really, especially if you're, let's say, I don't mean to pigeonhole the SDR role, people always pick on it. But let's say you're a new-ish SDR and you're starting to learn your craft. You really don't have to be like the main man or like the popular girl who gets 150 likes and all that stuff posting about the things that you're doing or sort of educating people what you do. If you just, if you really want to grow your personal brand and you're making a concerted effort and you're doing it in your own hours, good for you. I would just like comment on people's posts, pose questions, connect with your peers, like become a part of the, I hate this word community as it were part of the, the bubble that you're in. And that's fine. Like that achieves a very similar effect. So arguably, I am not an influencer by any stretch. I don't get the engagement. I don't really get, you know, viral posts or anything like that. But ask people and they do know who I am because I'm part of the group and I've spoken to them and done things with people. So it's the same effect, but I'm just not a super popular dude who thinks, you know, I can sell a course. And that, that I think people forget. They're like, oh crap, I've got to start posting and I'm not getting likes. And how do I do that and i i got to appease the uh the linkedin algorithm and post a stupid selfie of myself when you know obviously that doesn't help anybody but it gets you some likes whereas you could just be commenting and taking part in the convo seeing what people are up to weighing in with your thoughts and it does 
as much, if not more. Yeah, and, and I think if you're generally doing, you know, you're commenting on the post, you're getting engaging, you're building conversation, you're building your network to actually because you're interested in doing that, or are you just doing this just to, you know, as I said, get more followers? Uh, as I said, I think the biggest thing is all these people that try, if you if you really look, if you look, I can maybe name maybe, maybe a handful, but I look on LinkedIn all the time and I could see the people that almost are desperate for attention. Like if you look at a real CEO that's doing real things, that's making real money, that's, you know, going IPO or, you know, building out a 10, 20, $30 million company, they don't have time to sit on LinkedIn and build their social brand. The people that are on the social brands are those consultants, those agencies, those people that are trying really hard to make themselves look a lot bigger than they are. Like, you know, the influencers are, you know, stand, that are renting a Lamborghini in Florida, standing on it and then giving the Lamborghini back and pretending it's theirs. And obviously you never see another picture with their Lamborghini. I think people are work, trying so hard to make themselves look a lot different than they are when they should just see results speak for themselves. Build your brand and then, you know, be result oriented. If you're a marketing leader and you're building your brand, well, you know what? Now for that company, you know, you know, do something significant to make yourself feel like you've actually, you know, lived up to whatever that brand might be. That's my honest opinion. But I, as I said, I'm very up. I'm, I'm all over podcasts. I'm guesting on a lot of them. I do it because I just enjoy to talk about sales and entrepreneurship and fundraising, et cetera. But at the same time, I'm never, I'm never the one that's ever cared about likes, comments, shares, et cetera. I let that come with if I'm providing enough value. If I'm providing value, those come. I never look at any results. And I know there's some people that, you know, every night they're looking at, oh, I had a 10% increase in engagement on that one, 10% more followers on my LinkedIn, where 90% of those people that are following aren't even actually listening to your content. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's draw a line on that part of it and, and work, uh, work on the other side. So if you are going to do it, is there any jobs that you think probably should not bother or, or should at least you know, think very carefully about it. Cause I think maybe like, like we said before, a junior salesperson, probably not on your priority list really, but long-term I can see why um, a founder, I probably think there's a decent argument. And even at that, I mean, anytime that I've seen a founder who is fairly prevalent, it's you know, provided they're a decent sized company. It's nearly always been with quite a lot of help or at least, you know, the marketing team is pushing them as the voice of the company and doing the content for them to post on their profile it's not you know that person sits there and writes blogs i mean <laughs> if you don't know this by now then uh, then you should no blog that's ever put on any website is written by the person whose name is beside it ever so it's that type of thing but is there any jobs that um that you think they probably should think twice about it i mean i, I don't think there's any job that you should you should never work i think you should work in your personal brand because your personal brand is you right so i think you should always work i don't think there's any job that you shouldn't work in it I just don't think you should make it as much as a priority besides you trying to educate yourself and learn and also go that route. So if you're looking to, you know, grow in a career, work on your personal brand, it might get you the next job, but for you to be able to stay at the next job, it's not your personal brand that's going to do it. It's actually, actually your work ethic and providing value and results for that company. So I think you have to have a balance. Um, but I, I always tell people like, you know, if, if I have, if I'm a salesperson, and I have uh, two people I have to go, I'm going up against. I'm picking, trying to pick between company A and company B. I will look to see which one I've heard the name more, I trust more, I've seen more, I've listened to more over the other person, just simply because they've always been in my face. And I, 
And one thing I do is I build trust by actually seeing a face, seeing a picture, seeing a video, um, rather than just seeing somebody that's been online um, and not doing anything and very stagnant. So that's my personal opinion. But I think, you know, it's worthwhile for anybody to do the personal brand. But as I said, um, not to put all your eggs in one basket. What about for the founders? Sorry, obviously, like we were just talking about, you've, uh, you've paid attention to yours and you've made an effort with yours. Kind of similar to me, you're not like a super popular dude with millions of likes and stuff like that. But when hopefully you, you do something, people are aware of it and you have a, a quite active audience regardless of the size. Did you wish when you started all the clothes and you were starting to try and do some guerrilla marketing, like try and generate a bit of buzz and fuss about the company from from not a lot because it was brand new? Did you ever think like, damn, I wish I'd started this a little bit earlier or or is it just part of the parcel for you? I mean, I did start it pretty early. I mean, for me, the most important people that I want to be engaged listening is the people that are my clients or my prospects. So I'm not really worried about, you know, the random person on LinkedIn that's saying, oh, I've heard of Sean Finder before in articles. No, I want to be able to provide value and, and, and tips and tricks and all that stuff to my audience, which is usually my clients um, and my prospects. Um, and I continue to do that. I, I, you know, I, I'm not as engaged as I once was just because um, I had a lot more time um, to do it. But, uh, you know, I like to make sure that the people that I care about are the ones that are hearing me. Obviously, the rest is a bonus, you know. The, the person in, in California that's never heard of order clothes and listen to me is great. Or the people come to this podcast be like, you know, I just saw the zero to 5 million. I don't know who Ollie and Sean is. And then they go on LinkedIn. They add us on LinkedIn, which a lot of people do. Um, but I'm more into, I want to make sure that my people that see me, they use my product. They've heard about me. I'm building the product for them, for them to be successful. They're the ones that see me the most. What came to mind when you said that is a bit of consistency then. So regardless of like the vanity side of it, as long as you keep showing up and keep doing a decent job, putting some good stuff out, the the people that you want to see it hopefully do will see it. But it doesn't matter if they just see it once or, you know, the timing's wrong because then then they will never see it again and you're, you're kind of gone. You have to keep showing up. So you're just trying your best to make sure you keep doing stuff all, all the time fairly regularly like enough that you can manage it not too much that's too much and you're not doing your job but you've got to sort of stick in there and keep doing it yep it, that's exactly i mean people i don't think are coming to this podcast to hear our voices they're coming to hear get value from us right so if we can provide value which i hope we do they can continue to listen to our episodes and that's the whole point of what we do for our personal brand you know we're doing this this is a personal brand exercise doing a podcast but at the same time we're just trying to make sure that the community gets value from what we're providing. If we're not providing value, there's no reason for me, to, me and you to be talking. And that's, I think, the most important thing. Yep, I'm with you. Well, good stuff, dude. We're about 15 minutes in. So uh, you got a you got a final point? You got a final question or should we wrap? No, I just think, you know, as I said, everyone should be working on your personal brand. But I would just say don't make it your, your end-all, be-all. Um, it'll help you in your career. But at the end of the day, you need to find results. So um, another great episode, Ollie. Thanks for uh, doing this today. And also thank you to everybody listening to this episode. If you enjoyed the show today, don't forget to give us that five-star review wherever you're listening from. Subscribe so you, don't, so you can see the next show. And also leave us a review on how you like these shows. We'd love to know um, if there are any guests you want us to bring back on, et cetera. So thanks again and see you soon.